choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, yo. What up, it's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio, episode 112. How is everybody? I'm good. Um... Glad to be back another week. I'm happy to say, usually, well, not usually, but a lot of times when I record this, I'm tired and I'm not able to be as um, animated and articulate as I would like, but you guys would be happy to know that I'm not today. So, we'll probably have a little bit more uh, Chipper Show, and I promise you it's not going to go super long because... Oh, I just got, yesterday at work I had a three hour call, and today another one, and it's like, Jesus Christ, so, I ain't trying, I've been on the phone for two days straight, so, I'm just trying to get through this really quick. Um, so, let's start out with, uh, yours and negritude. Um, you know, this, what's today, Wednesday? It's been a rough week, I mean, the news, it's, every, every day since, the fuck-ass election has been, you know, bad news daily. But uh, this last three weeks has been, you know, just hit after hit after hit. So, forgive me, but I'm giving it again to Rihanna. Um, because she looked beautiful in that red dress at the London premiere of Valerian. I just think it's funny because Rihanna is like, she's not billed as the star. She is not the star. She's every She and everyone else has said, you know, he just asked me excuse me, he asked me to do it, and from what I understand, she's in it all of five minutes, but it's a really good five minutes, but I just think it's funny, because all the shots from that premiere is clear, you know, who the star was, even though it wasn't the star, Rihanna in this red dress, and to all you niggas talking about she's pregnant, she's not pregnant, if you know anything about Rihanna, if she don't fake and she don't front, and if she, you know, if she was pregnant, I'm sure she would let you know, but I mean, I understand, y'all don't stalk her like I do, but I know she's not pregnant because I don't know who she'd be pregnant by, and old boy, dumb, again, I, I'll say her man, like again, she ain't really claimed him, and I don't know what the situation is, but she's got too much going on and try to do too much, and, and she ain't pregnant, and I knew she wasn't pregnant, and ain't gonna be pregnant because she's spoken to that many times, she said that when she's ready to have a family, you know, that's what she's gonna do, and she's gonna settle down, and she got Fenty Beauty and everything coming out, so she ain't no parts of pregnant, and I knew it, I could tell, you can always tell Rihanna's been busy, because she don't be on the gram, which is, you know, heartbreaking, but hey, it is what it is, so I knew she's been ripping and running, and probably not really working out like she could, she was uh, doing her line, and a whole bunch of stuff, and probably just was drinking, and, you know, partying, and just not working out, and that's what I knew, and even, you know, I knew, like, this past month, she'd probably been in the gym, because again, she ain't been on the gram, and sure enough, she popped up in this red dress, and then the next day in the pink dress with her stomach back on flat, flat. So, I mean, she's still, you know, uh, I'm sure she's still thicker than before, but I can tell she slimmed down from her thighs and everything. So, I know she's probably working out like a beast um, to get ready for her fall launch of Fenty Beauty. So, anyway, but she looks beautiful, man. She just keeps topping herself, boy. It's, 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 it's crazy, and, like, these pictures that she takes, and let me tell you how much of a, how much of a bad bitch she is. 
she somebody like took a random you know snap of her like wherever like a candid not you know not a set up shot and put it on um one of her fan pages on Instagram and this bitch took that picture and put it on her page like for Fenty Beauty like who can take a goddamn candid low resolution fucking random ass picture that somebody else took and put it up and and be fucking flawless Rihanna that's who your fave can never so shout out to her um so moving on to current events oh and um today just so y'all know I usually do a whole rundown of shows um, but I'm just, people have expressed an interest in me doing, um, a Game of Thrones recap, and I'm, I'm probably gonna do one, but, um, I don't have time to be doing, like, several podcasts per week, I just don't, so, this week, um, the TV reel, I'm gonna do all the Game of Thrones, I'm gonna run down, I'm gonna tell y'all, you know, my thoughts and everything, I was gonna wait till a few more episodes, but, as is the Thrones, um, habit, they usually start off slow and then they'll have a pivotal episode where a lot of things happen and then it goes from there, so we had that in the second episode, so I'm gonna the whole review is gonna be Game of Thrones uh, this week, and then I'll go back over Queen of the South and everything else last week, I mean, um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood just started, and I don't really watch that show so, whatever y'all will be alright, so anyway, but let's start with uh, current events so, um I just added this today, and I just wanted to add it real quick. So, there's a whole bunch of, like, rolling um, themes and arguments and debates that, that roll through Twitter. $200 dates, is this a date? Um, you know, the skin color one, which I stay completely out of. Um, but there's another one that, that rolls by, and it's, it's called, I'm put quote fingers, acting white. And basically what it is, is all of us on here, if y'all went to school, or if any, you know, anybody, any of y'all out here who listening, and y'all went to college, and y'all got degrees, or whatever, y'all got good grades all your life, at some point, or you grew up, like I did, because apparently some of y'all did not, and I think it's obvious, that some of y'all never got off the porch, um, you know, you at some point were accused of acting white, and that comes up on the TL sometime, and we just back and forth, because then you have this, this other group of folks, who say that that's not a thing, and that doesn't really occur, and that's just people being anti-black, and, you know, it's not because people just didn't like you. Now listen, there are uh, there are a, a huge bunch of, of, of black folks, and I only talk about black folks because that's what I know, um, who, you know, are anti-black, and they say stupid shit like, oh, you know, I, I never fit in with the black people because, you know, I like to read, or I never fit in the black people because I, I like to read comics, or I never fit in with the black people because I like to garden, all kind of stupid shit that they, you know, that they, uh, what is it, correlate with whiteness, you know, because black people are, are, are ghetto and hood and all these dumb, all this dumb shit, and, you know, if you're not doing that, then you're trying to act white, and that's why people don't like you. We all know those people, those people are not like because they're douchebags, and they assholes, and they come around with their little, you know, oh, I'm so different, and, and I can't relate to anybody because I like rock and roll and wear black shirts. Like, you're the only black motherfucker on the face of the fucking earth who wears black shirts and likes rock and roll and listens to Marilyn Manson or whatever. I listen to Marilyn Manson. Lots of people listen to Marilyn Manson. Like, you're not a special snowflake. We know all of those. But I I don't know where y'all from, but if y'all acting like people don't get accused of acting white, y'all are telling lies because I wasn't even, I was an athlete. I was a a varsity, three-sport varsity athlete, Okay. I, my 
don't I don't have these high school horror stories that a lot of people have because as you know when you were jocking you were athlete in high school you you run that shit and we ran our shit and I just didn't have no problems but I got accused of acting white because you know I got A's and shit you know not not in school because everybody you know most people in school do they're supposed to but out you know out on the block out in in places you know oh you want the bougie joints you oh, you 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 acting white you know so. You know, I don't know these people that insisting or oh, that that that's not a myth. That leads me to believe that you really ain't from nowhere. Like maybe you grew up way out in the suburbs, out in the country somewhere, and like you couldn't, you didn't really get around other black people, or you didn't really get around a variety of different kind of black people, and that's why you think it's a myth. But those of us who grew up and was out in these streets and out in the blocks and going to parties and being kids and doing the shit the kids do, you know, but still handling our business. We got that a lot, so it is not a myth. Now, did it cripple me? Am I still 30, 40, 50 years old on the tweets and stuff talking about, uh, they call me white? No, because even back then, it was like, I mean, I don't know. Listen, I'm Gen X again. We grew up different. We wasn't sensitive like this. We wasn't delicate like this. Everything somebody say to some of y'all, it's like a whole thing. You got to write a think piece. We used to crack. We used to cook dozens. And you really couldn't make it coming up when I was if you couldn't fight or if you couldn't pop back. You just really wasn't going to make it because it just wasn't on room for that. Like, niggas would just run you run you ragged. And maybe that's maybe that's, maybe that's that's the problem. Maybe the, 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 the effects of, of the people who that occurred to, they overcompensate and raise these little sensitive ass kids now but I'm telling you, when we grew up man it was like yo step foot off that porch and I'm gonna fuck you up and if you ain't had a heart and the nuts and stones or the bras or whatever you want to call it to step off that porch you was on that porch cause it, it was it was rough man we grew up in the 80s and 90s we grew up in the Reaganomics the crack era the drug era you had to be tough and if, if you let people intimidate you or, or if people knew all they had to do was crack on you and they was gonna break you down and you was gonna be broke so I just feel like um, a lot of this shit that y'all arguing about and debate about and go back and forth is because y'all just niggas just ain't never ain't come up like we did. And I'm not saying it's right and I'm not saying it's wrong. A lot of that shit we did, you know, we came up rough. Like, we didn't come up ideal. We were survivors because, again, we grew up in Reagan, obviously, we were in the 80s and 90s. That shit was not ideal. Crime was everywhere. Crack was everywhere. Shit was wild. And you just had to fucking adjust. Okay? So, in no way was that ideal, but, like, it's just different, it's a different background, so, um, acting white is a thing, a lot of people got accused of acting white, did it break you down, no, because, you know, if you know how to crack, you just hit back, because most of the time, the people accusing you of acting white could barely read, couldn't read out loud, uh, made it, might have been in 10th grade for the fourth fit, well, they promote you after three times, so that third time, might have been 18 years old in 10th grade, like, Lots of material for you to fucking crack back about. Nigga, you making fun of me because I got AIDS and, and, and AIDS. And listen, it was not the street dudes. That's the thing. Like, it really wasn't the, the, the drug dealers and the corner boys and the street dude. They was like, yo, shorty, stay in school because this shit right here ain't it. You know what I mean? We making lots of money, but there ain't no retirement plan for this. And they changing these laws and niggas is getting locked up. Niggas is getting knocked. So y'all do the right thing. Y'all go to college. Y'all get that paperwork. Y'all, y'all do that shit right. It was not the hood niggas that was making fun of you. It was like, you, you, you know, the dumbass dude that lived down the block who probably the same dude on Twitter now, you know, making stupid arguments and grammars are correct and, and can't properly conjugate verbs and don't put, you know, put the S on feminists or don't put the S on feminists and refuses to look up words and don't know what them, them the niggas that was accusing you of acting white. So, you know, I, I, I don't... I don't, I'm not here for you. Oh, that's a myth and that's an anti. See, y'all motherfuckers. The problem is y'all. Y'all was in the books too much and y'all wasn't in the streets quite enough. And I'm not praising the streets. 
and I'm not, you know, we all know what the streets are, what they are, but, like, a lot of y'all is, like, obvious, like, y'all really just was little, uh, I don't know, sheltered, didn't really have a lot of experience, and then, like, you grew up, and you read some books, and wrote some essays, and some think pieces, and now you, like, trying to overcompensate, and you putting all this performative blackness, and performative wokeness on, and it's not real, and there's a saying that real recognize real, and that's a saying for a reason, because, a lot of you motherfuckers look very unfamiliar to a lot of us, and we know why, so that's all I want to say about that, like acting white is a thing, okay yes, there are those as I explained, nigga nobody likes you because we don't like you it ain't cause you read books, it ain't cause all the everybody, we read books too, nigga, I got a shelf full of books what? this fucking crack recipe in the book, bitch <laughs> I mean, like I read, right? but it ain't that, you a asshole but it's a thing, I mean, it, 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 I got a lot, I got called that a lot, I know a lot of my friends got called that a lot, because, you know, the people we hung with, people we rolled with, a lot, did it bother me? No, because, I mean, who's really the dummy here, who, you making fun of me, because I'm going to school and getting good grades and going to have a future, I mean, okay, bro, bro, joke's on you, you know what I mean, so, really, whatever, it was not funny to me, but let's not act like that didn't occur, and, um, yeah, we can go ahead, cross that on off the list, and, I don't know, I just be getting tired of some of these arguments sometimes, because it's like, it's, it's obvious that, that, that you motherfuckers just talking, but you ain't really living it, um, which brings me to the second topic, which is Amber Rose on Joe Button, and I'm not really gonna talk about Joe Button or his podcast, we all know it, we all know he's a clown, we all know his past, but it, it brings me to a second topic, because I saw, um, so basically Amber went on there, and she was talking about, um, in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which last week when I was saying about the classic rap albums, I could that was one. I don't know if it came out in the two or three year time span. That no, it came out like what two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whatever. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy was a classic album. I, I thought about that as soon as I got off a podcast from last week. If y'all listening, I'm talking about. Anyway, back to it. She was back on Joe Budden talking about that era because I mean that album that was that album came out when he was breaking up with Amber and getting with Kim, and a lot of it was inspired by her, you know clearly was inspired by Amber, Devil in the Blue Dress, a couple songs on there that clearly was about Amber, I have a soft spot for Amber, because Amber's from Philadelphia, I'm from Philadelphia, Amber's from South Philadelphia, I'm very familiar with the area that she's from, not because I'm from there, but just because it's an area of the city, <laughs> when I was growing up, that if you were not from, you avoided, um, people down there are the kind of people, I don't know where y'all from, but if you're from Philly, Baltimore, D.C., Jersey, New York, you know what I'm talking about, these are the kind of, the neighborhood that Amber comes from is the kind of neighborhood where people uh, born, they go outside, they sit on the stoop, they go to work, they sit on the stoop, the weekend come, they sit on the stoop, they might go down to the corner to go to the store, they go back to the stoop, they never leave their neighborhood, some of them never leave their block, their whole fucking lives, they die, and and cycle repeats, that's where Amber comes from, That the, the, the neighborhood and the area of Philadelphia where she comes from, that's like, if they go up to 15th Street, which if you know Philly is center city, 15th Street is like the main street where like, you know, a lot of shops and stuff up, if they go up to 15th Street, like that's as far as they go, I know people from South Philly that don't know Philadelphia at all above like past like north of City Hall. Like, they just don't know it. They don't go down there, they don't ride the train, they don't go to West Philly, they don't go, they they know from City Hall down to Passion and back. And and not even all the way over, because South Philly is, is 
funny, it's like some parts is white, some parts is black, never the two shall meet, so if you want, and then it's a lot of gangs down there, so you gotta stay in, like, you're, you're really your certain area, so it's some people in South Philly, they only know their area of South Philly, which could be like um, uh, eight or nine blocks, that's real, that's where Amber comes from, so she is a long way from that, so I give her all the credit and all the praise in the world, because I know how hard that girl had to work to get from where she was to where she is now, and the thing that bothers me about it, she's had the slut walk, and she's, you know, talked about her, her brand of feminism and everything, and she was on the Joe Button show, and a lot of shows she goes on, and people try to play her, they try to play her, call her a whore, try to play her, call her a groupie, try to play her, and she always serves, Reverend Run tried to do it, she always serves, Joe Budden tried to do it, she always serves, because what I'm gonna say is, she's a smart girl, and it's a running theme here, where I say, some people, they clearly don't have the formal education, they clearly haven't gone to school, maybe they haven't read all the books, but they're smart, there are very educated people who go to all the best schools, who have read all the books, and are dumb as fuck, they're stupid, and we all know them, we work with them, we see them every day, then you have people who don't have any formal education because they were broke or they were poor or whatever their parents just didn't put them in school, but they're smart, but they just don't have the book learning but they're smart, we all know these people as well, my grandmother only got to 8th grade, but that chick is a mathematical genius you give her any kind of math problem any kind of calculus uh algorithm, she can solve that shit she don't know she's doing calculus, she don't know what it's called, she don't know it's acute or that or that, but she can solve it, and, and that's how she be hitting the numbers my, my grandmother's a motherfucking math genius, and if you wanna hit some, win some money, ask her to play your numbers cause she got that shit all figured out the, the probabilities, and this number hit that time which was 30 days ago, so the probability if it hit again is 99.9% next Tuesday that bitch knows her math, and she ain't got but an 8th grade education, I don't even think they went past, I don't even know what the fuck they, my grandma like 90, I don't even know what they taught niggas back in her day, up to 8th grade, how to fucking grow soybeans for all the fuck I know, I don't even know if they did math, okay, so y'all know those people, Amber Rose is smart, and every time Amber Rose goes on something or goes somewhere, it's always this little pack of little click feminists, this little cultural niggerati feminist who want to come out and act like she's not making sense or, you know, oh, she's contradicting herself and she don't really know what feminism is and what is she trying to say? Listen, I, Amber expresses herself well. And this is go, goes back to what I'm saying. And I could tell that y'all niggas never really been nowhere because if you talk to anybody, any any hood chick or any hood dude, anybody from any neighborhood, if you just been out and been around black people and, and people that's not just the people you went to school with or the people your parents allowed you to play with, then you run into all kind of people and you run into chicks like Amber all the time, okay sometimes a bitch just know what she know she don't know how to articulate, she don't know the proper words to use, she don't know the buzz phrases, maybe she don't understand all the little nuances and areas of grades and why you shouldn't say certain words or, you know, why certain uh, phrasing or, or certain ideas may be problematic or may cut against her total theme, but you know what she is trying to say, and Amber articulates herself well, she's trying, what she says is, they call me a slut, because I'm with Ye, or what I was with Ye, and how I look, and, and, I'm, you know, I, of course, I'm, I'm some gold digger, and I'm just supposed to, when he quit me, I'm supposed to just go away, and I'm a stripper, and all this, and, 
and that's what the slut walk is for because y'all shame women for the same things that men do and y'all call men this and that and they can sleep with all the girls they want to and it's all good but we the girls they sleeping with all of a sudden we hoes okay she under she, she communicates well y'all know what she's trying to say yes perhaps she doesn't get all the levels of gray yes her, perhaps her thoughts don't turn all the way over clearly she hasn't like studied it for years she didn't have no PhD in fucking feminology or whatever the fuck it's called, clearly, but she knows, you know what she's trying to say she's doing the best she can, and she's articulating it in her way, and that's what feminism is supposed to be, and I'm sick of you fucking bitches acting like, because she ain't using the proper terminology, or she don't know how to, you know, give a fucking TED talk on what the fuck she's talking about that she can't be, you know, a feminist, or she can't be saying what she's saying, or she can't be taken seriously, that's a bunch of bullshit, okay, y'all just mad because Amber looks like she looks, and she's, you know, out here and, and not going away, and I think that shit is real corny, and y'all do it to a couple other people too, but y'all mainly do it to Amber, and the other one that y'all do it to, and I really don't even like to bring it up, because again, this one is super problematic, and it's, a, it's not a hill I want to die on, but Corinne Steffens is another one, who I peeped a very long time ago, and whenever I say she's smart, people are like, oh yeah, she's so much, listen, any, a fucking dumbass can make money, when I say, when I tell you that somebody is smart, I am never talking about their ability to make money, because there's a lot of fucking dumb motherfuckers out here with way more money than me, okay, it doesn't require any smarts to be dumb, you, I'm sorry, it doesn't require any smarts to make money, you just have to be able to not give a fuck or do whatever, okay, so I'm never referring to that, but I've heard her speak, and I've heard her talk about things, and she has surprised me with the things that she's able to talk about, and the thoughts that she's able to articulate, and again, I don't know if she's going to school, maybe she has, I don't know her background, but she surprised me, she's very smart, Corinne pegged Bill Maher years ago, when all the black kings were still coming on his show, kicking and all this my dude, and laughing at these little semi-racist jokes that, you know, kind of, most people who was like, uh, I don't know, but oh no, that's Bill, he's okay, and then we know what he turned out you know, this last incident, and that was, he's been doing that all along, and th- and I saw Corinne Steffens on on HBO, on his show, because I don't know if you know, she used to date him, and right after they broke up, and she was on, I don't know what it was, something, some show she was talking, it was, and this is like, 07, 08, maybe 06, and she broke that nigga down, and she described it perfectly, and, 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 she was using the proper words, so, I don't know, you know, if she's read or something, but she's a smart girl, and I'm not talking about because she wrote a book called Video Vixen and made a lot of money, I can tell from the way that she expresses herself, and the way she tackles People ask her serious questions, and she answers them well. Like when she went on Tyra Banks' show, and Tyra tried to play her, and she carried Tyra. She carried Tyra that whole interview, because as we all know, Tyra thinks she Oprah, and she Dopra, really, because her questions be, girl, what? Um, But she got her on there and tried to play her the same way she tried to play Naomi. Naomi dragged her, Tyra, and Corinne Stephens dragged her, too. And I wasn't even surprised when she did that to Tyra, because again, I had saw her a few times prior to that, and I was like, oh, this girl is uh, bright, she don't, maybe don't uh, apply it the way that, you know, is optimal or gonna work out well for her, but she has smarts, but she's also very vindictive and very damaged anyway, my point with that was, I don't like that, like, I thought Amber got, did express herself really well on Joe Budden, and Joe Budden and that DJ Academics dude, two dumb niggas, tried to play her, similar to how they did Migos, 
and she just kept sending them back. She kept. She knows when you're trying to be sarcastic. She knows when you're trying to contradict her. Niggas try to do that little. You know. You know how. You know how men tend to talk to women when they think that they're stupid or they think that they're slow and and they think that they're not going to pick up on the little sarcastic shit you say or they try to. Uh, um, uh, damn, the word just slipped out of my mouth. They try to. Um, oh, what the fuck? I'll think of it. When they try to play you, basically, because they think you're not gonna uh, patronize. Goddamn, patron! They try to patronize you because they think you're not gonna pick up on it. She picks up on it all the time. She shuts it down all the time, and in a classy way. She doesn't get upset. She doesn't curse. She says what she has to say. Again, sometimes she don't use the right words, and I'm not really sure. Like, I- I'm not sure if Amber herself knows, you know, all the depths and different angles of feminism, and really like what part of it she plays and what she's really trying to get across but I know that she understands how she's perceived and I know she understands how she's perceived as bullshit and I, know, and, and I think she knows why how she's perceived as bullshit and why it's bullshit and she's able to articulate it and she knows when niggas are trying to play her so stop acting like you don't you don't like she's not clear or she's not a good spokeswoman or oh wow she, you know she's just kind of you're mad because Amber's fine and Amber's still out here Okay, and people say that I'm always calling people ugly, but I mean, like, I mean, damn, like, at some point, it gotta be, like, like, you, you, you can't never, anytime somebody get out here, and they looking good, and they trying to do something, y'all, y'all always coming, and, and, you know, I I don't want to say nothing wrong, but, like, you know, y'all little faves with y'all little fucking problematic think pieces, y'all just don't be turning all the way over either. And them bitches don't be all that brilliant and all that great either. I'm not gonna say who, because hey, if y'all like it, I love it. And I don't hate on nobody and I don't knock nobody's hustle, but a lot of these, y'all, oh, she's so great. And I'll be like, really, sis? Because I wrote better than that when I was in seventh grade. And I'm not out here uh, dragging myself around as no expert or, or nobody with nothing particular to say. I just get on here all day, uh, every week and, and give y'all my thoughts. I'm not claiming no expertise on nothing, I don't know shit, I just know what I, I have just arrived at these opinions and these positions based on my life and my experience and the little bit of education that I do know, so you know, y'all shit these, some of these fucking uh, cultural niggerati icons that y'all be high, holding up, I'm sorry they don't be that impressive either, a lot of shit they say is bullshit too, a lot of shit they say can be picked apart, but they got some letters behind their name, or they wrote some book, or or you know, they on some TV show or whatever, and and you know bow down, y- y- y'all should y'all should be dumb too, sorry so, whatever leave Amber alone boom so, um, so today I don't know what time it was, relatively early today, Trump your president tweets out that he's banning transgender from the military, and um you know, listen I went on a full rant on Twitter, but um you know, I I I I have I there is one topic that like, everybody has this one topic where they just get like unhinged about or can get unhinged about so they try to avoid it and and one of mine is is anything having to do with the military because I'm a marine once a marine always a marine I I um you know I joined the military because I wanted to because I wanted the adventure I wanted to I wanted that experience I wanted to do cool shit and you know earn some money while I was doing it and and take advantage of every 
every government benefit that, that that was available to me, I took advantage of it because you are getting my life for five years and I'm going to get every dollar there is available. So any kind of program that I think I could fit into, any kind of anything, I just I just want to take advantage of it. And um, so that's what I did. And... You know, it. It. I. Jo- I joined the military later. Like a lot of people, most people. I mean, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fool. I know that. As far as enlisted ranks go, military for the most part, I'd say. I don't know now because I've been out since '03. But when I went in, I'd say like maybe 80, 20, 80, 20, 80 percent are. You know, the kids we went to school with didn't have the best grades. Don't really wasn't college material or just were broke, couldn't get a job, whatever. What. The military, in other words, is like the only resort or last resort for a lot of people, and that's why they join. Today I found out people join for Camaros, which <laughs> never heard of that shit in my life. I never heard nobody getting a Camaro, but I guess it's a thing. Um, but please don't join the military for no Camaro, because um, the real hustle is you join and you get your, uh, you know, your German car from Germany, you get the shit off the head tax-free, and you pay German prices, not American prices. So that's why I don't know why nobody would be joining for a Camaro. But anyway, um... And I just, I never have and never will have patience for, for, for civilians or people who are, are not veterans or have not served the military, having any opinion whatsoever on the military, having anything at all to say. And I know that a lot of it is supportive and a lot of people have, I just, I personally, I don't have the patience and the only parallel I can draw is like if, you know, when somebody who is white, it tries to uh, dictate to black people what black people are, what black culture is, or what we should try to do, and and are not black, and will never be black, and have don't have that, have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Even the ones that mean perfectly well, you know, really want to help. It's, it's that's the closest parallel I can come to how I feel about it. I I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't care what you have to say because you didn't pick up a rifle and you didn't take that oath, and you didn't do what I do, you didn't put yourself in harm's way, and I'm not gonna get on here and give y'all no patriotic bullshit, we did it for the flag, we do it for the country, I mean, that's a given, like, if you join, if you join the military, you do military service, yes, we protect, you know, America, and all of that, of course, sure, and there's a lot of, you know, knuckleheads that, that buy into all that shit, I never did, most people don't, most people go for their own reasons, but I mean, yeah, the duty is part of it, um, but, you know, I didn't go over there for no flag or no American ideals. This is a racist country, all that. I, we know that. But still, it's voluntary. And so when you sign up and you and you say you're going to do it, you do it to the best of your ability and you do it well. And it's important because I know, you know, y'all might not know, and I know people love to throw around, oh, imperialism and racism and capitalism and all these big words y'all learned in school. But the reality is we do keep you safe. The United States military guards the shores of America and guards American interests and keeps, fights the bad guys wherever they are so that you don't have to fight them here. That's what the military does, bottom line. So, that and that's real. Like, they put their lives in harm's way every day, particularly now, you, you know, with all the bullshit going on. Um, and so... I, I just feel like, and this and this is, you know, the guy that's in the White House now, but it also applied to the one prior and the one prior and the one prior to that. I just, I don't, I, I, I have no patience for people who have not served in the military to come on and have the audacity to say that we don't have any, I've, I've talked to my generals and we don't have any, any, 
we can't afford to support transgenders in the military. Nigga, you ain't never served a day in your life. You ain't never sent shots down range. You ain't never had to stand and, and fire back when somebody's shooting at you because, you know, civilians can run. When they start shooting at y'all, y'all can run. Military, you can't run. You got to stand there and you got to shoot back. All right, and that takes that takes heart. And, and think it don't if you want to. But that takes heart. And and the take and I don't give a fuck who somebody is, transgender, whatever, however you feel about transgender or gays or whatever. If somebody wants to fucking be in the military and they want to take the oath and they want to do that, who the fuck are you who ain't never sacrificed shit for nobody? You ain't served nothing but your own fucking self to come up and tell them what you don't have time for and what you can't. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate for anybody to speak on anything about the military. I just can't stand it. It's the one subject that will make me flip a table. That's why I try to avoid it. I don't say anything because I don't want to hear about your little fucking shit you learned in the book about capitalism and this and the IMF and all this whole stupid shit y'all saying all the time. I don't want to hear that shit because you ain't been nowhere where I've been. You ain't seen the shit that i seen. You ain't did the shit that me and many others done and, and we came back and, and still made it last for ourselves. Y'all have been relatively comfy and relatively safe because people like me and the millions of other people in the military who who were willing to be uncomfortable and scared and and have their life in danger and go to these places that nobody wants to go to and have to see these things that nobody wants to see and have to do things that nobody should have to do so that you can sit back here and have your little fucking opinions okay, behind you, you know, you're still relatively safe borders, okay, you can walk down the street, you have to worry about a sniper shooting you in your head, there's places in the world where that's not, that is an everyday occurrence, and it's not even that unusual, so, for him to make that, it's just, we gotta get, we gotta get this nigga out of here, like, it's an affront, it's an affront to everything that is decent, it is an affront to everything that's good, and I just, I don't, I just refuse to believe that evil is going in like this, like, this can't be life. Like it can't, this can like we. Got, I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know if he gonna drop dead. I don't know what it is. I just have to have faith. I'm at the pray stage. Like I can't stress. The senators ain't about shit. The Republicans ain't about shit. The Democrats ain't about shit. But you know, like at some point, this is when you just gotta pray and 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 God, if there is one, which I believe there is. It's just gonna have to make a way. Like he just gonna have to put it in his hands because this cannot stand. Like this, they trying to take health care away. This is this is banal evil, and it's like, and I'm not saying it in that stupid way. Like you know, people try to absolve people of responsibility by calling it evil. I'm just saying like there's when there is no logic and there's no reason, and you're just doing things that are cruel and 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 heartless just because you have the ability to do things that are cruel and heartless, that's evil, man, and that's, that's what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, this, this shit that's going on right now, where it's like, you're just, for what, for what, you're, you're, you're trying to ban transgender from the military, for what, what purpose does this, does it serve, just to be fucking bigoted, that's it, that's not gonna get you nowhere, man. Like you motherfuckers that are just trying to hold back time and trying to hold back process, uh, progress. History is littered with your bodies. It is littered with your corpse. Time has rolled over you and will continue to roll over us all. You cannot stop progress. So I don't care how many niggers you want to say. I don't care how many Make America Great speeches you want to give. I don't care how many you want to talk about the good old days. 
first of all, we could do a whole podcast on why America would be basically because we won a war and we were the only country that had factories standing after World War II. And so, yeah, you got your little manufacturing job because after every war, to the victors go to spoils. We carved up the world how we wanted it, and the way we carved up the world after World War II is, is what's causing a lot of the problems now, particularly in the Middle East, because we carved that shit up and plopped Israel down in that land where them people were all that time, and, and, and that's led to all this shit now. But, like, it's, it's, he gotta go. That's all I can say. Like, I'm not even gonna rant and rave. He just, he has to go. Because this is just, you can't, it's an affront to everybody. It's an affront to everything. John McCain, you fucking wheeled your fucking dead ass out of bed to come and sign a bill so that people can fucking get stripped of health care while you laying up getting the best health. Like, who are you people? Who are you? Like, this is, like, Dude, you gotta, y'all think y'all gonna just live like this and, and just do people like this and, and nothing gonna happen to you? I don't know what's on the other side, but it ain't good waiting for you. I believe in, you know, worlds other than this. I don't know about the sky, God, and heaven and hell and devil and pitchfork and all this shit y'all believe in, but it's, it's, it's more than this. I know it in my heart and soul. And if you think you just gonna be over here doing all this, just being the fucking worst and not pay for it, like, you you are okay because you just you just are you can't just you can't just be a black hole sucking just of negativity and and think that like you just gonna go through space and time like that and nothing's ever gonna touch you and you know like that's such a just such a hateful thing to do like who can, who cares they're transgender. First of all, you nine times out of ten, you know you fucking know. I've been in the military. I've been in places where the guy next to you doing being on point is gonna keep you alive, and you being on point is gonna keep that guy alive. And that's how y'all all gonna get home. And I got news for you. That's all the fuck we care about. All this we do for the American people and the flag and God. But nobody give a fuck about y'all when we over there. We trying to keep ourselves alive and get ourselves home with all our limbs and not shot the shit so we can get back to our people and not be all fucked. Up. We don't give a fuck about none of y'all, okay? And that's the God's honest truth. Yeah, we sign an oath, and yeah, we'll, we'll fucking, when y'all running, we'll keep y'all safe, and we'll shoot at the enemy and all that, because that's our duty. Not because we give a fuck. We don't. And that's the truth. And nobody will tell you that. And yeah, you got this Boy Scouts that, you know, maybe they believe all that shit good for them. But for the most part, particularly in times of war, when you over there and the motherfuckers is trying to get you up out of here and you trying to get them up out of here, the last thing anybody is thinking is this is for the American people. Can I just... Uh, I'm being real with y'all. We don't. We we are there for our brothers and our sisters and for each other. And and the last thing I'm thinking when we shooting back or they shooting at us or we, or we gotta you know drop this load on them or we gotta talk to this dude and make sure this nigga ain't trying to blow us up with a motherfucking suicide vest or you know whoever is driving along looking for IEDs. The last thing we thinking is like, oh, are you transsexual? What do you mean, Mark Born a man? Ain't nobody got time for that. It's just it's just stupid. It's 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 just. These ideological fucking assholes that have taken over this country and they just gotta go and and fuck every last person that contributed to this mess. The people who voted for him, the people who protested voted, the people who didn't vote, the people who voted for that dumbass Jill Stein and whoever Bernie and whoever the fuck else y'all fuck all of y'all because y'all are all responsible for this. And all I know is I'm just sitting here waiting for them to come get us and. When if I die in whatever fucking apocalypse we raining down upon ourselves with our fucking reckless shit, 
put on my tombstone, I voted for Hillary Clinton with pride. I didn't do it reluctantly. I didn't do it worse two evils. I voted for her because she's the one that should have won because she was going to take us forward and she had the plan and she was the best candidate and this motherfucker ain't fucking qualified to fucking pick up trash and you put him in the fucking White House. And I swear to God and I, I, I know lots of people going to be affected and I don't, but like I really, I, I, I won't say hope, but if they end up stripping health, Obamacare, and motherfuckers gotta go back to how they was living before, and motherfuckers can't get their medicine, and niggas start dying, and people can't go to the hospital, it's gonna, it might be what we need. It might be what we need. Because one way or the other, y'all gonna learn. Either y'all not gonna learn, and y'all gonna keep blaming everybody else, and you're gonna die, or you're gonna finally realize that this racism and dumb shit you want really, it really ain't going nothing because you only hurting yourself and then you go and fucking learn but either way you're going to fucking learn so I ain't wishing for nobody to lose I actually I think they're going to repeal it everybody keep oh I failed again they voting over and over they've been fucking trying to do this shit for eight years they're going to vote over they done fucking already rigged the election and it got this asshole in here the motherfuckers going to keep voting over and over and over and over and over and over again until they repeal that shit I'm telling you right now and it'd be good for a lot of y'all I'm sorry I just you, you don't get to vote for racism, misogyny, and bleak, and nothing, because he offered nothing, he had no plans, all he was giving you was racism, and we gonna fucking take everything from them fucking niggers and Mexicans, and, and make you feel better, that's what you voted for, you don't get to vote for that, and, and not suffer any consequences, you should suffer every consequence that comes with voting for this fucking idiot, incompetent, dumbass, fucking stupid, motherfucker that you voted for you deserve to, to, to fucking crumble under your decision and I hope that you do and I'm sorry if that sound mean I'm sorry if it might affect you, me, me ma or whoever but like again I'm a marine it ain't about a, if, 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 if you have a battalion of 5,000 marines everybody has a job to do everybody has to do that job if one person doesn't do that job or one person doesn't derelict or one person falls down we all fail we all could die so ain't nobody can you can't turn around and say well I didn't do it he did it we all did it because it affects everybody so all of y'all that was peddling all that Hillary bullshit and they just the same and all she pandering all of y'all don't act like you ain't do it I don't be calling niggas out on Twitter but I, I see y'all and I know who y'all were so don't try to change the story up now cause y'all was playing right into that Russian propaganda with everybody else and that's why we sitting here with Donald Trump now everybody everybody is responsible everybody that didn't 100% fucking shoot down every little fucking false lie that didn't say these emails is bullshit and this is a scam everybody that just let that shit ride is to blame I want one of them people but we all gonna fail regardless so again if they strip the fucking healthcare and, and, and we all end up in fucking death camps I mean I don't wanna go to no fucking death camp and I might be being a little exaggeration but hey read up on Nazi Germany it started out a lot like this Okay? It'll be what we fucking deserve. That's all I'm saying. And I'm gonna do my best not to fucking... I mean, I, I, I got... I know I'll be alright, because I just know I will. I have training and shit that will get me through. And, and worse come to worse, I can kill a person. I don't know if somebody else can, but I know I can. So, you know... Hopefully it don't come to that though. But don't sleep. Like, people joking, oh... Girl, lady at my work the other day talking about um... 
we all uh, she don't like um she didn't like the man in the hot castle because it was unrealistic because oh there's no way we're ever gonna be Nazis like we don't have fucking Nazis in the fucking uh, administration right now like sis what are you talking about what do you mean there's no way banning all the motherfuckers are fucking Nazis <coughs> white supremacists like what do you what do you mean it's no way we can be fucking Nazis Hitler was elected he didn't fucking stage a coup he didn't take the Iron Throne like Robert Baratheon. He was elected. Same way this clown was elected. And passing all these laws. And trying to pass all these laws. So, trying to take us back to the 50s and using these these long discredited reasoning and rationale for it that had long been discredited. The same argument used to try to keep blacks out of the military is the one they use it now for the transgenders. Long discredited. No stats back it up. All the stats say it's incorrect. But here y'all go. So, it's not that crazy. It could happen. We gotta get this nigga out of here. That's all I know. Alright. Oh, I killed two birds with one stone because I talked about the healthcare vote too. I think they're gonna pass that shit. Um, I don't care. I hate to be this way. <laughs> I voted for Hillary Clinton. I'm a vet. I have VA. And I have a job that has medical benefits. So, I'm covered. I don't care. You poor, fat, white motherfuckers that voted for this motherfucker because I don't know why. Good luck. Good luck. That diabetes and that sugar and all that shit. Good luck. But it's going to be what you deserve because it's not like he didn't say he was going to repeal and replace this shit. And there's an article in the New York Times one of you dumbasses. I don't even know why I was against it. You know why you was against it because it had Obama on it. And Obama's a black man, and y'all just against anything he did. Don't even didn't even know that Obamacare and ACA was the same thing. That's why you was against it. So I don't give a fuck about y'all. Sorry, I don't. And I'm tired of all these. Oh, we gotta stop the Viterol. We ain't got. You know what we gotta stop. We gotta stop the discrimination, and we gotta take get down this racist system. And when you do that, the Viterol, watch it, boom, poof, like magic, it'll go away. Trust me, from our side. Trust me, because we don't really, we not really, it's not really Viterol when it's coming from the victim. What it is is we defending ourselves. That's what it is. We trying to stay alive. You can call it Viterol and hate speech, whatever the fuck you want. We don't hate nobody. We ain't never hated nobody since we stepped foot on these shores. We just want to be left the fuck alone. So when you leave us the fuck alone. We'll shut the fuck up. Till then, we gonna be here. We gonna be talking. Y'all get... Um, it's 2017. This We reached these shores in like 16... I, I wanna say 19, but I'm not sure if that's proper, correct. I think it's 16, 19, when the first uh, Africans were brought to the shore. I won't say slaves. When we first got here, we were not slaves. If you don't know that, we weren't. When the first Africans reached the shore, I believe it was 1619. And since that time, y'all been fucking with us. And since that time, we've been being rowdy and trying to get free and, and got free. And then we tried to get our civil rights. And here we still are. Like, I don't know how, like, what y'all don't understand about we're never going to go away. And we're never going to stop fighting. So, you know, say what you want to say. Because we got time. <laughs> we, we've been here all this time. We'll be here some more. We have time. Okay, so that's when all the vitriol and all the partisan politics and all the, you know, the reverse racism and the, the back and forth. When's it going to stop? When y'all stop fucking with us? That's when. Cause 
here's another newsflash maybe we don't know. We don't really like y'all that much. We deal with y'all because we have to deal with y'all. Y'all leave us the fuck alone to our own devices and don't be in our way. We build a whole society without y'all. Y'all see, we already got BET and all and, all, and rap music and all the rock and roll and jazz and all the shit that we create on our own without y'all. Out of our culture and out of our society. We'll just continue on with that. The black businesses, the HBCUs, all the shit we do, the entertainment, all the shit we do that y'all love, that y'all want to come and visit, and that y'all want to be a part of so much, and that y'all want to take and act like y'all did it all, that's all our shit. And we all created that under the most brutal and, and oppressive conditions there is, with your foot completely in our neck, and we still were able to come up with all that beauty. So if you take your motherfucking foot off our neck and get the fuck up out of our way, that nigga, we'll build a, a whole society, and we you don't have to be in it at all. So... Just understand, <laughs> we're not going away, we're not going anywhere, we're never going to stop complaining, we're never going to stop marching, we're never going to stop fighting back. We can do this forever. How long can y'all do it? Okay, that ends current events. Um, so, alright, good, good time. So, on to Game of Thrones. So, I gave y'all a little preview of Game of Thrones, but I realized, um, last week, but I realized I never really discussed Game of Thrones, and again, I told you, I am gonna do a whole episode of Thanks for Asking of Game of Thrones, and I might even videotape it, I'll let y'all know, but I'm definitely gonna do the, um, the episode, so I'm just gonna review the first two weeks of this season. So, I went through with y'all last week about Daenerys and how she's the rightful queen and secession and all of that, so, and I gave y'all my theory and I still stick by that theory. So, this week, um, Daenerys has arrived, and so now they're planning their attack to take the throne back from Cersei. So, the plan was, so they have, so, um, Khaleesi, or Daenerys, has Tyrion with her, of course, and Sandy and Grey Wolf, but she has, um, <coughs> Lady Tyrell, everybody's favorite grandmother, and, um, Ilaria Sand, and the Sand Snakes. And um, Davos and Melisandre with her, and so you know the Tyrells and 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 the Sand Snakes they wanted they wanted let's go let's hit you know let's hit Cersei but but Tyrion you know she don't want to be the Queen of Ashes she don't the, the whole thing comes down to this if you read the if you read the books you know if you haven't read the books you may not know but the Mad King was the Mad King, but the Targaryen line, because they were interbred, because they were royal family, not like Jamie and Cersei and, you know, twins fucking, but you know, royal lines is not, un, you know, not uncommon, they stay with each other, and because of that, they had a tendency towards madness, so so Khaleesi's brother Viserion the one that, uh, Khal Drogo killed, he had that little, you know they had a tendency toward madness they had a tendency to be hateful, so all back through time, because they ruled since the beginning, They've had, you know, kings that have been, you know, kind of not great. It's just the Mad King was the penultimate once where he had to die. So this is this is Daenerys' history, and she's very aware of it. And so she's always fighting. She's worried that she's going to be that tyrant, that she's going to go down that route like her brother, like her father. She doesn't want to be that way because that's not who she is. She's fair, tries to be just, and she's always fighting against the dragon the blood, the fire, she's always fighting against it, and that's part of the reason why, you know, maybe I think people who don't know good leadership or just don't 
ain't, I don't know, don't know military shit, think, may think she's a weak leader because of things like that, but it's like, she's, that's, that's not what it is, she's trying to fight against the tendency she has to just burn everything to the ground. Everybody talking about Cersei and how Cersei's and Cersei's a thug and Cersei's yeah, Cersei will kill you, but Cersei ain't got nothing on Khaleesi if you've been watching. Khaleesi will burn you to nothing. She burned the entire call. She burned she burned the fucking marine. She strung their bodies on Khaleesi is is the one. Okay? She is the fucking prince that was promised, alright? So she's trying to fight against that, and so because she doesn't want to just come in and, and kill everybody she don't want to be the queen of ashes her and Tyrion come up with this plan to where they're going to starve Cersei out, they're going to starve Cersei out they're going to um, attack Castle Rock, and they're going to try to wait around this is very common, like ancient warfare is very common, like Alexander all the Genghis Khan, all the great warriors, this is just a, it's a common thing, they lay siege to cities for months, sometimes years, they just lay siege, they starve everybody out, and then they attack, or they wait for you to give up, it's like, very common in antiquity, in, in old battles, like, extremely common, so that's what they were going to do, so, Grandmother Terrell, who is very wise, and has money, and is and has fought many battles, and has tried to get um, Cersei off the throne herself, and continues to try to get Cersei off the throne herself, and who was mad because her grandchildren are gone, tells Denarius, listen, can I, you know, can I give you a little advice, and because Denarius takes counsel, she says yes, she says, you are the dragon, your ancestors came through with three dragons, and laid this place low, and took the throne, and have and held it for thousands of years, you have three dragons, you are the mother of dragons, you have blood and fire, and you need to unleash it, I don't know what the hell this is you doing, trying to be nice, and try, I get it, you know, you want to starve Cersei out, but Cersei ain't to be starved out, Cersei killed both of my grandchildren, she blew up the set, Cersei needs to be dealt with, she tells Daenerys this, but Daenerys, you know, she takes counsel, but she does things her own way, which I appreciate, because, you know, if I'm gonna fail, I'm not gonna fail going against what I thought was right, so, um, she sticks with Tyrion plans, and they, and they send Yara and Yara's fleet to, um, go to Dragons, uh, to Cashley Rock, but they're cut off by Euron, which people were like, oh, there's a spy, somebody, no, I mean, there could have been a spy, I don't really trust Ilaria at all, because as y'all know, Ilaria been down at Dorne since the beginning of time, plotting and planning, and all she wanted is revenge, and she snapped on Tyrion right in there, she ain't, she don't like the Lannisters at all, ain't never liked the Lannisters, she kills Cersei's daughter, um, and she's just on a blood rage against the Lannisters, and they go more into it in the book, but she ain't never been here for the Lannisters, she's been plotting forever, so I didn't trust her, but, um, I, I tend to, we'll see, but I mean, honestly, like, Tyrion, Jamie, Euron, they're all warriors, they're all battle, ta- like, in other words, like, it don't take, just the way they looked at the map and been like, you know what, let's go to Castle Rock, just like the way Jamie knew she was gonna come to Dragonstone, because, I mean, that's where she would go logically, like, I don't think it needed to be a spy for him to know that they would try to go to Castle Rock, number one, number two, there's only one sea, so he's, uh, his fleet is in that sea, all you gotta do is just hang out till they pass by, you know they gotta go that way wherever they go, whether they go down to King's Landing, or whether they go up to Dragon, wherever they go, they gotta come through the sea, so all you have to do is hang out there and, and wait for them, which I think is what they did, and plus he probably had an idea that 
either they're gonna go attack King's Landing, or they're probably gonna go try to go to Castle Rock, so either way, they gotta come by right here, so let's just ambush them, that's what I think, I mean, could it have been a spy, are you sure, could Ilaria have sent off, sure, but I just tend to think that they knew where they were going, and I mean, you know, and Yara was sloppy, like, Yara should've knew, like, dude, you know you took their boat, you know he was mad about it, you you, like, you thought he just wasn't gonna come, or nothing was gonna happen, you you know, you know your uncle, like, you know what I mean, so, they were in the boat, her and Alaria trying to get it on, I don't know, I think Alaria's trying to poison her, because I just, I, you know, I just didn't see that, I'm like, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just think Alaria's trying to poison her, which is, which makes me think, what was Alaria's plan, and plus, when the boat got rammed, Alaria didn't look too shocked, I mean, she looked shocked, like, she didn't know what was going on, but, she seemed like she expected something to occur, maybe not that, but she just seemed like, I don't trust Alaria, I think, perhaps Alaria had something planned, because I really don't see that she was trying to, I think she was gonna slip that poison to Yara, and Yara is just like, easily distracted by ass, so she was just like, oh, I'm about to get me some ass, um, but I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust Alaria saying, and if she did tip them off for some reason, I wouldn't be surprised, but, um, she tipped the wrong one, because both the Sand Snakes got killed, um, and honestly, they should've went out better than that, like, the Sand Snakes in the book were nothing to fuck with, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know what they could've done, though, you get ran by a surprise fleet, um, they had, and, and because Yara wasn't paying attention, they had set the whole fleet on fire prior to ramming her, so by the time they get to their boat, the fleet was already on fire, so it ain't like you could get reinforcements, um, I don't think that was, some people say that that was Kalisha's whole navy, I would be surprised if that was a whole navy, because she bought the, um, Dothraki and everybody over on those boats, and she bought herself over on the boat, so I don't know why Yara would take every boat, because then how, how would the Dothraki get to King's Land, and they're not gonna march, they would have to go, so I still think they have boats, I don't know, I would be surprised if that was the entire fleet, like that, I don't, that would be dumb, just <laughs> like to send the entire fleet to Cashley Rock, because you, you would still need boats to attack King's Landing, so, I don't think that was the whole fleet, I think that was just a Yara, and that there's still more boats, because the boat that Khaleesi was on, did not go with Yara, so, I don't know, we'll see, perhaps it was, I really don't think it was though, cause I think, I don't think that Tyrion would be that careless to plan that plan and send an entire fleet, because you can always lose a fleet to like anything, so I don't, I don't think so. Um, what else, Mel Melisandre finally meets Daenerys, and it was a, uh, Daenerys and Varys, and, and I didn't even, like, people peeped me to this, I really didn't pick up on it, but now I see it, that the parallels they're drawing, where Cersei is supposed to rec represent Trump, and Trumpism, and, uh, Khaleesi and Tyrion and Varys and them are supposed to represent the other side, and I, I, I kind of really, I didn't see it so much to, I mean, Cersei's been Cersei and cersei been Cersei way before Trump came about, so I feel like it's kind of a stretch to say that you know, cersei been Cersei but I, 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 I can see a little bit of what they're saying where the, the speech Varus gave, where he was like, look, I'm not on any side, I'm on the side of the people, and I'm always going to follow the person who I think is the best for the throne, and I think that's you, it's definitely not Cersei, because cause, um, Daenerys has this great scene, because, again, Daenerys tries to fight against that dragon, but you can always tell when it comes up, because she gets this look in her eye, and um, so she goes to Varus because... 
when her family was killed, Vara served the Mad King. And when her king was, Jamie killed the king, he was in on that, and then he served Robert Baratheon. And so, uh, Daenerys is like, you supposed to, you were the hand of the king, you were supposed to serve the king, but you happily served the person who killed my father. And Varys was like, look, um, I don't know what you wanted me to do, your father was mad, he, he was killing the people, I did what's best for the throne, and then the next king came, and I served him too, and the next king came, and I would have served him too, and if you're on the throne, I'll serve you. It was just a good back and forth, because Daenerys had questions, like, yo, why should I trust you, and you sent people to kill me, which actually she didn't, Robert did, he asked her who sent the, she already knew this, he asked her who sent the assassins for her, she said Robert Baratheon, and um, he said, you've been, she said, you've been spying on me, and he was like, yeah, because I wanted to see how you fared, and I wanted to try to get you back, because they sold Khaleesi into slavery, so Khaleesi was a child bride, she got sold into slavery, that was supposed to be it for her, but she Khaleesi, mother of dragon, so, you know, but it was just a good scene, like, it just showed because Varus is the one that nobody really knows, what I think that, I, I actually believe him and I think that he does think that Daenerys needs to be on the throne and I think, and I've thought it since he helped Tyrion in the first place, I think that he thinks that the Targaryens should be on the throne, yes this king was mad, but that don't mean we throw off the whole line, these people have been kings forever, they built this this um this country, and they've been rulers forever, and that should be, I think, I believe that Varys believes that the Targaryens should, on, should sit on the throne, not the Lannisters, and not anybody else, and I think that's why he let Tyrion go, and I think that's why he's been following Danny. and I think that's why he's supporting Danny because I think he believes that, but that conversation was really good, because Varys is the one we don't know anything about, they call him the Whisperer, but we really don't know a lot about his motives, and he, you know, goes back and forth, and you don't never really, he always popping up, and you never really know who he's loyal to, but I believe him when he says that, that he's loyal to the people, and I believe that he thinks that Daenerys Targaryen should sit on the throne, because he's followed her from all this time, um, so that was a great scene, um, this week coming up, John finally meets his aunt, is going to be fantastic, because Sam sent a bird to John to tell him that Dragonstone is sitting, I mean, Dragon, yeah, Dragonstone is sitting on top of a bunch of dragon glass, which we know you need to kill the White Walkers, and the only person who really knows about the White Walkers is Jon Snow, and he's trying to tell people, while they up here arguing back and forth, and he like, look, y'all worried about the wrong shit, meanwhile, Sansa always interrupting Stark, first to her name, I thought Sansa was going to be less annoying, I thought she was going to be redeemed, I mean, she is redeemed, she got a little finger thing, but like, girl, this is why I can't stand Sansa, this is why I've never liked Sansa, because she's just like, you told him, John, that he was going to be the king in the north, technically, rightfully, it's your throne, because you're the daughter of Ned and Caitlyn Stark, who are, you know, and the sister of Rob Stark, king in the north, so as I explained to y'all how secession works before, it will go to Sansa, because John's a bastard, so technically, Sansa's supposed to be the queen in the north, but she didn't want, she gave it to John. she said, no, it should be you, okay, so you gave John the throne, Sansa Stark, so you gave him the throne, you gave him the king, and you keep letting them interrupting, let him make his decisions. Like, if y'all want to fight and argue and debate, you should do that before or pull him aside. Don't do it when he's in front of all the people. You always questioning his decisions, and then he always got to explain, and then you look stupid. If you would just shut the fuck up or just like, hey, you know, can we have like a little meeting, a little powwow prior to going out in front of all the people? You can let me know what you're thinking. 
I can let you know what I'm thinking, and then I can have my little protest or whatever, and you can explain, we come out and show a united front. No, not Sansa. Sansa always got a whine, and I, and I mean, it goes back to, this is why John didn't want to listen to her in the first place, because it's like she's ruled by emotions. Everything is emotional, and I'm not saying that some of her ideas are not good. They are, but like Sansa, like, shut up. So... Um, Arya found out from Hot Pie that John is is alive, so he she's going back to Winterfell, but John is going down to meet Khaleesi. So I just can't. This next episode when they meet is going to be so great because I think that they're going to get along well, and I think that John, just like everybody else, when he sees Daenerys, is going to recognize, yo, this is the queen and bend the knee like everybody else who's run across uh, Daenerys has. Um, meanwhile, Sir Jorah. Um, my man Sam is trying to clear his his um grayscale, and I'm you know what I'm tired of Sam being disrespected. Sam then killed a whole White Walker. He is the only one. Him and Jon Snow, the only ones that have killed White Walkers. This motherfucker did it by himself with his baby and his girl shivering in some cabin. He killed a whole White Walker, and these motherfuckers just keep acting like he's soft and acting like he don't know shit and just disrespecting him all around. And 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 he know more than anybody. And so he tried to tell them that he could he could cure Jorah because Stannis' daughter Shireen had the grayscale and it got healed, and dude just oh well, he, he that, she had a different case and it wasn't as bad, and he just gonna have to go die or live with the stone men so Sam like, okay, whatever, and he comes in later, and he's pulling the scale off of, off of Jorah and putting the ointment on that saved Shireen, so Daenerys ordered uh, Jorah to find the cure, and I think he may have so, that's gonna be interesting when he meets back up with Sir Jorah, cause Sir Jorah can fight his ass off too, so Jorah Sir Barristan, who, you know, we know went down, Grey Wolf and Jon Snow them motherfuckers be swinging them swords, Jorah old as hell, but that nigga can fight, so that's gonna be interesting when he comes back um, so Cersei has like three, but not really, they only with her, cause they, you know, what else they gonna do, and Cersei sitting on somebody on Twitter was funny, Cersei sitting on the throne, calling, calling Daenerys the, the mad king's daughter, like she not the brother fucker, like, like you fucking your twin brother, how you gonna try to disparage somebody else, like girl please, I just thought it was funny, cause that's a good point, um, yeah, so, what else, was that all that occurred, um, I think it was, so it was a great episode um again, another battle scene we could barely oh, Theon lord have mercy, Theon bruh Theon jumped in that water, like you know how when like a a puppy is is afraid to to, to jump in and he he do that little flop that's how, like yo nigga you didn't even dive in the water like a man you jumped in that shit like a puppy some people think that he did that to uh get back to Khaleesi so he can save Yara I don't know, we'll see but Yara and Ilaria and her daughter are going to be the prizes that Euron takes back to Cersei and I don't think Ilaria going to make it because Ilaria killed uh, Markella who uh, was uh, Cersei's daughter and so I'm pretty sure Cersei going to um, have some nice things in store for her and I don't think she's going to make it um, at all so terrible end for the Sand Snakes but we'll see Again, Alaria plot, so I don't know, maybe she got somebody in King's Landing, but I don't know if she's gonna make it that far. Um, because Cersei don't fuck around, and you know, we'll see what happens. Um, they we never saw if Arya killed those musicians, but I don't think she did. I don't think she killed them. 
Um, she met up with Hot Pie, which is great. And, um, yeah, that's that was this week's episode. It was really good. Um, they always have these episodes where they, where they flip the table on us, and this was just another one. It was outstanding. It was great. Um, I, I still think my prediction... I, some people say that Khaleesi getting on the throne is too obvious. I think if you read the books, and I know we're off book now, but if everybody knows who reads the books, there's a theme running through them, and, um, you know, there's a, uh, a continuation of the story that is being told, and in the story that is being told, George R. R. Morrow clearly has a, um, there's a line to the story that he is telling, and so I, I think that Khaleesi, or Daenerys is going to end back up on the throne. I think she's going to take, now I don't know how, I don't know what's going to happen with the White Walkers and how long she's going to keep it, but I, I, I think that Daenerys Targaryen is going to be back on the throne because she, again, like I said, she's the queen, she's the rightful queen, and all of this turmoil was set in, 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 in to motion because they broke that line. So if you, anybody who's read the books, I don't, you know, people don't, don't read the books. They think, oh, well, it's unpredictable. You never know. Who, it's not unpredictable. They're following the books, and they change a few things. But, like, if you've read the books, you know what's going to happen. And so it's not it's not really as unpredictable as you think. It's, it's not. And a lot of things have been have been foreshadowed, and a lot of things, there's things that they have left out of the books that you know have occurred. And so it's not really as, as, as unpredictable as you think. And they're not just, like, writing. They're, they're not... In other words, they're following the book as much as they can. They've, they've converted it to a TV show, but George R. R. Morrow is still consulting, and it's not everything that has occurred. There's a few things that occurred in the book that are a little different. Some characters are merged, some characters are taken out, some characters' personalities are put onto other people. But it follows the series pretty closely. So if you read the books, you're not none of this is like really super surprising, and you kind of know where it's going to go, even though they're off the books. Um, because, you know, you just follow the story, you know what the different characters are, what their motivations and stuff are. So I think that it's not, I, I think that Khaleesi is going to end up on the throne, because if you've been reading, that's what it's all leading up to. Um, so, we shall see. So that was uh, Game of Thrones for this week. I'll do the regular shows next week, but again, I ain't trying to do no two hours, and I just wanted to go um, into it. Um, this is, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for rating. Please continue to rate me on SoundCloud, on, on iTunes. Um, my email is thanksforaskingpodcast at gmail.com. My Twitter is an at thanks for, at thanks underscore for asking. I, go to my, go to at KMGZ. It's on there. <laughs> Follow me on there. Like, sorry, I, I usually write it down, but I didn't. Um, and thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the shout outs. I'm glad y'all like it. Tell your friends. Um, um, check me on bumpers at Genghis Kells. Uh, I have a, uh, a, um, a girls trip review up there, which is very good. I want to see that movie. It was great. Please go see it. It's hilarious. Um, and yeah, this is episode 112, Kells Radio. I don't know what I'm going to name it. Cultural niggerati is hanging into my head, but I've already named one of that. So by the time I post it, I will have a name. Thanks for listening. Um, And see y'all next week. Peace.